Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionists and dietitians from Nutritional Weight and Wellness. We explain the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned for practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through real food nutrition. Slow down, you move too fast. You got well, to welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavis, Certified Nutrition Specialist. You know, I've been practicing the science of nutrition. Well, sometimes I call it the art of nutrition. More like it. For about 35 years. And I have to admit that I'm still learning how we can use nutrition to feel better and improve our health. You know, today we have a wonderful, exciting show planned for you today. Because we have the great pleasure of having New York Times best-selling author Anne-Louise Gittleman joining us by phone. You know, I know our longtime listeners love to listen to Anne Louise as she talks nutrition. They tell me that every time I'm out there working with people. Yes, she's fun to listen to. And so also joining us this morning, you just heard her voice, is licensed nutritionist Marcy Vasky. You know, Marcy not only has a wealth of knowledge, but she's going to help me keep this program on task today. Well, I'm going to give it my best. Okay, good. <laughs> so, Marcy... Do a formal introduction of Anne Louise, please. Well, it would be my pleasure, Dar. So many of our listeners know that Dar and Anne Louise have known each other, and I would even say they've been friends for about 30 years. Yep. Then Dar thinks of Anne Louise as her amazing mentor. Yes, I've learned so much from her. Yes, and for those of you who have not yet had the privilege of listening to Anne Louise speak on our show, Dishing Up Nutrition, you may be wondering, well... Who is Anne Louise Gittleman? Well, let me tell you, because first of all, she's the New York Times bestselling author of over 30 nutrition books. Only. 30. 30. <laughs> wow. Her first book was Beyond Pritikin, was, and that was published over 30 years ago. And Marcy, I read that from cover to cover several times. Did you? Yes. <laughs> And it stressed the importance of eating natural, non-processed fats, which is still such a great message that we are still trying to get through to people today. You know, Anne Louise has always been well ahead of her time, blazing trails in the field of nutrition to help people understand how nutrition can help each of us feel better. And, and Right. And exactly. it really can. And she has that kind of passion for nutrition, mm-hmm. just like Dar. That's why they're <laughs> such good friends. <laughs> so Anne Louise has written a new book called Radical Metabolism. And, you know, Marcy, this book is so much more than just a weight loss book. It it's is. truly a health recovery book that shows you how to support your basic metabolism and your health. You know, Anne Louise understands and addresses the fact that many of us have a slowed down metabolism and honestly not feeling as well as we used to. And she has some radical new information about why our metabolism is slowed and what we can do about it. That's I mean, the fun part. That's the fun part. <laughs> so good morning, Anne Louise. We love having you on our show, Dishing Up Nutrition. It's great to have you join us again. Well, good morning, ladies, and it's wonderful to dish up nutrition with some of my favorite nutritionists. (laughs) Great. So, you know, let's, because I know we've got listeners out there just tuned in, ready to listen to you. So, would you start our discussion by the role of fats that, that has 
the role that it has in maintaining our metabolism. You know, another, the, the next question I'd like you to kind of look at is how fats affect the cell membrane. And people don't really, they don't know this at all. No, they don't. So, you know, let's talk about radical rule number one that's in your book and talking about metabolism. Yes, well, that radical rule number one, ladies, is revamp your fats. And that's because I was out to bust the myth that fat makes us fat because, you see, your body was actually made to run on fat, not sugar, and that is quite radical in this day and time. It is. It's still radical. It's, it? It's, it is radical, but when you think about it, your brain is about 80% fat, and so many of our tissues and cell membrane uh, structures are composed of fat. So in order to feed those cell membranes, you need the right kind of fat to help reverse hormone resistance, insulin resistance, thyroid issues, as well as hormonal issues. And so there's so much to be said about the right kind of fat. Not only will the right kind of fat reduce chronic inflammation and weight gain, but it can also supercharge your metabolism if it's this particular fat that I write about, which is none other than the good omega-6s. Good for you. Yes, finally, <laughs> someone's bringing this to everyone. So, Eloise, just expound on that a little bit more about, you know, what is an omega-6? And I know we've got listeners out there that have said, oh, no, I'm not supposed to be eating omega-6. I'm only supposed to be eating omega-3s. So, yeah, let's just go ahead and talk about all that if you're up to it this morning. Well, yes, indeed, indeed. Uh, I, I think we've been fed some big fat lies, and one of them is that you only need the good omega-3s and not the omega-6s, another essential fatty acid. And that's because so many omega-6s are damaged, and those are not good for you. So, Eloise, what does that mean when you say they've been damaged? What what well, they've been, they've been overheated, number one. They're loaded with chemicals like hexane, number two. They're full of GMOs, number three. And those are the most prevalent commercial oils that are out in the market these days. And those would be? Those would be your corn oil, your soybean oil, and most sunflower seed oils. And that puts almost all the food that's out in the marketplace these days, unless out you're... Of, out of limits. Mm-hmm. But but that's not the full picture, and that's why I needed to write the book, because you can actually supercharge your metabolism with omega-3s, and it is the omega that is necessary to repair the cell membrane. It's what comprises membrane medicine, which is a new term that I'd like everybody to remember, membrane medicine. And so when you think of the omega-6s, what I'm thinking of is hemp seed oil, which is now all over the country, the highest in omega-6s, very good for your skin so that when you lose the weight on radical metabolism, your skin won't sag, it won't bag, it won't drag. You'll have <laughs> taut, t- toned, taut, toned, and tight, tightened skin. So that is very important because when so many people lose weight, their skin starts to do a downward mm-hmm. cycle, and we don't want that to happen. We want people to look as good on the outside as they're going to feel on the inside. That's right. So what other kinds of oils besides hemp oil? I mean, where do you get some of these wonderful f- fats that people should be eating? 
you get them from Nutstar, I mean, walnuts are higher in omega-6 than omega-3, and we don't know that. That's been misrepresented in nutritional science. So almost all of your nuts, the hemp seed oil, as I mentioned, uh, some of your ghee, grass-fed butter is another source. Sesame oil, which has a very high smoke point, toasted sesame oil is totally delicious. And even an oil called Siberian pine nut oil that can absolutely repair and regenerate your entire digestive tract from your mouth to the other end. And what so was that the, one called? It's pine nut oil. It's, pine nut. It's absolutely magical. It's a little pricey, but I have to tell you that just taking one teaspoon three times a day before meals will repair a damaged esophagus and eroded GI tract problems with ulcers and GERD. It's very healing for the mucosal membranes, and that's because it has an essential fatty acid that's similar to the omega-6s that we're talking about. So there's a lot to be said for omega-6. Not all omega-6s are created equal, and that's what I write about in Radical Rule number one. That's awesome. We have to take our first break, Anne, so we'll be right back with you. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. This morning, our very special guest, nutritionist and best-selling author, Anne Louise Gittleman, is sharing her findings about how to support a healthy metabolism from her soon-to-be-released book, Radical Metabolism. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, I invite you to join join Joanne, Chris, and me on September or on November 10th. That's a Saturday for our Menopause Survival Seminar. So, if you're struggling with sleep issues, hot flashes, mood swings, or other symptoms, and want a solution, come join us for because we make this a fun day. It is a fun day, but you're going to learn a lot. And you're going to laugh a lot. <laughs> so call 651-699-3438 if you have any questions about the seminar or if you want to reserve a spot. You know, you can also sign up on our website, weightandwellness.com. And we want to get back with our guest, Anne Louise Gittleman, because she has such a wealth of information. Yes, we do. So Anne Louise, when we um, left for break, we were talking about that pine nut oil. Um with that you said would be is so wonderful for gut health do you want to expound on that just a bit more for us so people can yes, understand it yes mm-hmm. and and it it actually tastes absolutely delicious and just a little bit goes a long way we've seen individuals that have healed all kinds of esophageal irritation problems with gerd regurg- regurgitation uh, GI distress, leaky gut syndrome, you name it. This seems to be a panacea for many problems that we have not yet had a resolution for. So I'm delighted to talk about that. And one of the reasons it's, that it's so healing is that the pinoleic acid it contains is similar to the gamma linoleic acid, which is the key essential fatty acid in the omega-6s. So it's, it's a winner. We use that in some of our recipes, but more importantly, it's a therapy for anything in the GI tract that may be ailing you. And that's probably at least half of our clients, if not more like 75 or 80% of our clients have uh, intestinal issues, uh, got, you know, heartburn, mm-hmm. all those things that you just mentioned. And, uh, yeah, so this is, this is a biggie, and it's very overlooked, and it's a good omega-6. So there are lots of those omega-6s out there. Hemp seed oil is, is outstanding as well, and that's particularly good for 
promoting brown fat, which is the kind of fat we want that keeps us thin, and it's also good and good for that skin. You know, the sagging, bagging, and dragging, it really tightens and tones <laughs> the skin, and that's such a biggie. One of the things that we noticed during our beta group testing of radical metabolism, that everyone got compliments within one week on their complexion. Wow. wow. That's, that's a motivator. Yes, it is. You know, it's interesting what motivates people to change their nutrition, isn't it, Anne Louise? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. So, where should we go with our discussion uh, this morning? I think we, I think we should talk a little bit more about the imbalance of omega threes and omega sixes, and maybe get rid of some of the myths that's out there. Yeah, well, what I found in the research, which is why this book is called Radical Metabolism, is that there is a real misconception. Uh, The conception is that all omega-3s are anti-inflammatory and all omega-6s are pro-inflammatory, and that's not correct. There are omega-6s that are indeed pro-inflammatory, like the ones that are overheated, overexposed to air and chemicals, and we spoke about those earlier. Mm -hmm. That's your corn oil, your soybean oil, Mm -hmm. maybe your sunflower seed oil that are used in commercial foods. But if those oils are unheated and unaltered, cold-pressed, then you know they're very anti-inflammatory. So we bring back the anti-inflammatory omega-6s, which comprise the cell membrane structure. And that strengthens the cell membrane so it's protected against assaults from bacteria, virus, chemicals, and parasites. So it's essential for cellular health. So, Anne Louise, talk a little bit more about that cell membrane. Because I had a discussion yesterday a little bit with with some people and I suddenly realized that oh they don't really understand what we're talking about when we talk about that cell membrane and what makes up that cell membrane and you do such a great job of talking about that well it's pretty simple Dar and we don't talk about it but you know you begin to become healthy on a cellular level it goes right down to the cell quite honestly and the cell is composed of fats. The structure is fats. And if it's not composed of the right fats, it becomes very rigid. Mm-hmm. You want it to become very smooth and very versatile, so to speak. And that's where omega-6 comes into play. And with a very strong, versatile, easily bendable, so to speak, cell membrane, you're, you're then allowed to get the right nutrients in and the toxins out. So the basic message here for membrane medicine is that omega-6s are not all created equal, and our cell membranes actually prefer the omega-6s over the omega-3s. They practically use omega-6 almost exclusively. You know, one of the things that you taught me many, many years ago that for if people have inflammation in their lungs, like asthma or other things like that, that it is actually the omega-6s the activated omega-6s that helps with that inflammation. But Yeah, because it's so anti-inflammatory, and mm-hmm. that's where those preformed omega-6s that are on the market are so helpful. That's where your evening primrose oil, your borage oil, your black currant seed oil come in handy. But now we have other sources of omega-6s in the food supply, so you can integrate them right into the diet as a salad dressing or as a drizzle, so to speak. That's where your hemp seed oil and your sesame oil for cooking, even your ghee, come in handy. So I know that 
And Marcy, I've, I know I'm interrupting you. You start to say something and then you stop. <laughs> but another thing that I guess a lot of clients would wonder, okay, where does coconut oil fit into this mixture? Yeah, well, coconut oil is a healthy oil, quite frankly. And I know there's been some talk these days with some somebody that came out with the concept that coconut oil was pure poison, which is purely ridiculous. Thank but you. My, yes. <laughs> but quite frankly, it has a place. It's a very stable oil for cooking. So because of that stability, it really holds its uh, value through high heat. So that's very important. And it's also an anti-inflammatory substance. It's very good to protect against fungus and bacteria and parasites. Very good to be used topically as well as internally. But it does not include, and this is the key here, which is why I talk about radical fats in my book and revamping your fats, it's not a source of essential fatty acids. So yes. used exclusively, it will not provide the building blocks and critical healing materials you need for your gut, your brain, your joints, your heart, your nails, your skin, your hair. And that is, those are omega-6s, and even more the activated omega-6s like you just talked about. And yeah. let's, let's go over those, what I, what I call activated omega-6s. Let's go over those again a little bit more so people can really understand what we're talking about. Well, they're preformed, and you can get them in a pill, so that if you don't take any of these oils that I suggest in the book and you can't find hemp seed oil for whatever reason or don't like sesame seed oil or aren't going to cook with ghee, then you can use a preformed omega-6, which comes as a botanical in a soft gel. So that's where your evening primrose oil it comes in handy, very good for hormonal health. Black currant seed oil, good for the health of your joints. Or even borage oil, which is specifically good to be used topically for the skin. And they, these come very easily available in this day and age. I've written about them for decades. Mm -hmm. The only theme which is consistent in all of my books is the good fats. And I've talked about omega-6s before anybody else mentioned them because there was such misconception about their therapeutic value. But they're considered a source also of linoleic acid, which is very deficient in the American diet. Years ago in the 60s, linoleic acid was considered a vitamin. We called it vitamin F. Mm-hmm. I, I love listening to you, but I know we have to go on break. Marcy, go ahead. We sure do. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. We are having a fascinating discussion about what may be causing you to have a slow metabolism and what you can do about it with um, Anne Louise Gittleman, author of Radical Metabolism. This latest book from Anne Louise Gittleman is a must read and will be released and available in your favorite bookstores on Tuesday, August 28th. Coming up. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, last week we talked about the importance of good fats for brain health and eye health. You know, this week we are talking about good fats that support metabolism. So, again, last week we shared information about an essential fatty acid called DHA, and that's the main fat we have in our brain. This week we're sharing, and Lan Louise is sharing information about the essential fatty acid called GLA, which supports metabolism. So that's kind of what we want to get into, Anne Louise, is how do we use these essential fats to support our metabolism? Because that's what people want to know. How do I help my metabolism? 
Well, you can maximize it by using a couple of things. You use hemp seed oil in your salad dressings. You use sesame seed oil. These are all sources of the omega-6s. Mm-hmm. You can use sesame seed oil when you're doing stir fries or even a little ghee with high heat cooking. As a matter of fact, the higher the heat, the better the ghee because it does not deteriorate under a lot of heat. And then you take a look at GLA, and we consider it a rock star when it comes to losing weight. So if you decided to do nothing else but just add some GLA to your diet, you might be able to lose five pounds without lifting a finger. And that's because (laughs) it enhances a particular kind of fat, which I mentioned previously and I talk about in the book called brown fat, which is considered the latest obesity cure. So brown fat is loaded with these mitochondria, these little cellular engines that help to burn off energy when you have the right kind of fat. Fat acts as the catalyst to burn more energy or calories. So it's really quite simple. Without the right GLA or the right fats in the diet, we've become fatter. And even with all the omega-3s, people are still becoming fat. When we do blood testing, we see that the most efficient omega is omega-6. So that's where your GLA and evening primrose oil comes into play, your borage, your black currant seed oil. And using omega-6s in the ratio of 4 to 1 in favor of omega-6 to omega-3. So, Anne Louise, you would yeah. take four GLAs and one omega-3s if you're doing it in a soft shell. Is that right? Yeah, that, well, that's basically what you would do because you need that much more of the omega-6 for the cellular membranes, the membrane medicine we spoke about for the mitochondria, for the brown fat. Yes, indeed, that's what you would do. And you consider that the, the basic ruling ratio in your diet as well. Perfect. Yes, that's such great information. That gives people a great way to get their metabolism going. And And we all need to do that in this day and age because there's so many environmental assaults that are are getting at us every single day, slowing us down. I mean, just all the information that's been out about Roundup tells us something. You know, yes, we do need that protection. Our cells need that protection. Definitely. That's right. So that's such good information about those essential fatty acids. I think a lot of people are just, their minds are probably thinking or going, what the heck? I didn't know about any of this. All we ever talk about is the Mm omega-3s. So thank you. Thank you, Anna Louise. So I think we should move on to radical rule number two, which is restore your gallbladder. Now, this really fascinates me. You know, I think so many people are led to believe that they don't even need their gallbladder. (laughs) Right, Anne? Wrong. Radical rule number two. That's so wrong. I know. I I mean, there are cases where there's an issue that's that's a life and death issue with the gallbladder, but before it gets to that stage, there's so much you can do. As a matter of fact, I call the gallbladder and the promotion of bile or bile support the new thyroid cure. So that's a big weight loss discovery. The thyroid cure is actually your gallbladder, believe it or not. And so when you ask how does your gallbladder relate to metabolism, Well, it's because of the secretion of bile, and bile is a very important liquid which is actually stored in the gallbladder. It is actually promoted by the liver, and it breaks down fat. It carries away toxins. It's an important detox mechanism, but when it comes to the connection between the thyroid and and the gallbladder, what we've learned is that individuals that have a 
slowdown in bile promotion or production, like those without a gallbladder or a sluggish metabolism, those individuals with reduced bile flow are seven times more likely to suffer from hypothyroidism. That's quite something. So if you get your gallbladder out, watch out because your metabolism will do a downward turn very quickly. So what can people do to, first of all, let's, let's look at keeping your gallbladder. Because we know we need to keep that if we can. So, if we can, yes, indeed. So talk to people about what we can do to, to create more bile, good bile for us, and how do we keep our gallbladder? We've got to make bile sexy again is what we have. To yes, bile. we do. <laughs> bile is where it's at. <laughs> it's where it's at. <laughs> so we how do we make bile. it sexy? Bile is brilliant, yes. Well, the, the problem is that when bile becomes sludgy, it can form stones that can be very painful, can clog up the gallbladder, and then, you know, you're, you're in for gallbladder surgery, which, believe it or not, is the most frequently performed abdominal surgery in the country today. And that's why we're seeing such a rise in, in weight gain yes. because of people that have their gallbladder removed. And nobody has written about this, but I did in Radical Metabolism, which is why it's so important for women, particularly who are more susceptible to this, if they're women that are over 40 and they're overweight and they're overtired and thinking of getting their gallbladders out or, or already have a missing gallbladder, they have to get the book. So basically what we talk about in the book is the importance of eliminating certain foods which can be very pro-inflammatory, particularly to the gallbladder. We talk about the elevation of blood sugar in terms of making sludgy bile. And we talk about getting rid of the bad fats and processed foods and sugar, which also can clog up the bile and give you remedies to break up the stones. And that's what's so important. That's what I give you. There are supplements, there are herbs, there are tinctures, there are bitters. It's all in the book. So, Anne Louise, go back to the one that you just talked about on blood sugars. That increases sluggish uh, bile, right? That's one of the things that can create sluggish bile. And then there's another issue, too, that I think is important. Because as we age, everyday toxins will build up in your body, and they become trapped in the bile. So the, the fluid that should be very free-flowing and thin becomes very sludgy. And that happens, quite frankly, when we have excess estrogen, which is present in everything from contraceptives to food additives. That raises cholesterol levels in the bile, which makes the digestive fluid even more thicker and more prone to becoming congested. And then you've got the stress hormone cortisol, which hinders bile production. So the more stressed we are, sometimes the less bile we have in our body. So it's a configuration of a perfect storm. Yes, it's it is. higher blood sugar levels, it's processed foods, it's more estrogens in the environment, and it's also the food additives out there that can raise cholesterol, which makes our bile very thick and sludgy and prone to becoming congested. So it is so much more than just weight loss. I mean, when, when you really look at the total picture that people need nutritional counseling for, it is so much more than just they want to lose weight. Well, yeah, because bile's impact on the thyroid is a real concern since up to 80% of women over 40 are suffering from insufficient or poor quality bile or have already had their poor gallbladders removed. 
So let's get clear, the gallbladder is not a throwaway organ. It is not a throwaway organ. It doesn't belong in the same club as the appendix, for God's sake. (laughs) (laughs) It sure doesn't. So, Eloise, let's connect the dots with thyroid and lack of bile. What does that what happens to your thyroid? What, it stops functioning somehow when you don't have enough bile. So explain that to our listeners. You know, it's such a weird connection. It's like this alliance, which is so strange and uh, something I stumbled upon but noticed over the years with my clients that got their gallbladders removed. They started getting much more overweight within yes. two to three months. Yes. Loaded overweight. Mm-hmm. And so the, the basic thing that we learned from the research is that dietary fats, fats, mind you, the right kind of fats, can supply the body with the raw materials that are needed to produce active thyroid hormones. And when the fat is not broken down and it's stored in the cells instead of being broken down by the bile, then your thyroid doesn't get the building blocks that it needs. You see, the right kind of fats have to increase and can increase the production of an enzyme that converts the T4 into the active T3. And T3 is the body's main thyroid hormone, which is very responsible for stoking up those metabolic fires and switching the body into a fat-burning mode. So it's all about the fats being broken down, which trigger the thyroid to then activate the right thyroid hormone. And that's a key that's been forgotten in all the research. I mean, there have been studies in Finland and Harvard and even Hungary that have showed that connection. It's really a weight loss discovery. So, again, I call the gallbladder the new thyroid cure. And if you start supplementing with the missing gallbladder salts or the bile salts or the bitters that you can use, you can use herbal bitters if you're a vegan or vegetarian, then you can approximate and you can duplicate what Mother Nature has so beautifully created. So, uh, you know, oh, okay, Marcy's telling me we're, we, we need to go, go to another break. But w- before we go, Anne-Louise, just think in terms of, okay, so somebody is listening and they say, yeah, but I've already had my gallbladder out. What's going on now in my system? So maybe when we come back from break, you can explain that a little bit. Sure. Okay. All right. right. Easy fix. Okay. Okay. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Next month, starting September 17th, we'll be offering our Nutrition for Weight Loss series at all seven nutrition, weight, and wellness locations. So I encourage you to take advantage of our early bird special discount and save $50 when you register by September 3rd. So remember, extra weight is just one sign of possible challenging health problems. Most of our clients have many other health issues as well. Maybe it's a sluggish gallbladder. It could be. We always say change your food to change your health. So call 651-699-3438 today to register for their series and save $50 or go to weightandwellness.com. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, if you love nutrition, even half as much as I do, I encourage you to pick up Anne Louise's new book, Radical Metabolism, and it's going to be available in your favorite bookstore next Tuesday, August 28th. You know, Marcy said it's a must-read, and it's really filled with life-changing information. You know, I'd also encourage you to share the podcast of today's show with everyone you know. You know, three-quarters of the population is now struggling with a slow metabolism, 
and other health challenges. Three quarters of the population. Wow. You know, this book, Radical Metabolism, may contain the answer you're looking for to restore your health. Or, you know, maybe you could help a friend restore their health. So, you know, and I know how the show ends. I mean, it seems like we have so many commercials today on our show. I know. Before we run out of time, I just want to personally thank Ann Louise for being a guest on our show today, Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, it's always, Ann Louise, it's always a pleasure to have you on our show. And there are about a million nutrition books on the market today. <laughs> at least. At least. <laughs> and, you know, I'm pretty sure I've read at least half of them. <laughs> However, there isn't one book that I've read that compares to the insights and understanding in your book, Radical Metabolism. You know, I started out in my career being so impressed with Beyond Pritikin. <laughs> that was 30 years ago. But Radical Metabolism tops all of your nutrition books and tops all of the other millions that are out there. Wow. Uh, you know, I really think this is, Anne Louise is, you know, I think it's an amazing book. It has just such a wealth of information. Things that other people don't even know and never have even thought about. So let's go back to the gallbladder because people don't talk about gallbladder. <laughs> that's just one of them. That's for sure. Let's talk about a radical idea, right, Anne Louise? You bet. Thank so I, you. And thank you, Dar, for your sweet comments. <laughs> no, it's so true. So yes, thank you. It is a great book. So I think when we left off, Dara had posed the question of, you know, how, if you don't have a gallbladder, how, how can you fix this? What can we do? Well, there are a couple of things, and we talk about them uh, in great detail, of course, in the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, what I'd like to say is that you need some sort of replacement. Just the way you have a thyroid replacement, if you have your thyroid out, or if you've got issues with your hormones, you get hormone replacement therapy. There's kind of like gallbladder replacement therapy, and you do that with certain bile salts, certain herbs that are very helpful, certain bitters that are helpful, the reduction of certain foods that are very uh, pro-inflammatory specifically to the bile or the missing bile, the bile ducts. Uh, you get all kinds of tips and tricks that you'll find in the book, especially the use of lemon and water in the morning. And what's important, however, to realize is that when you don't have a gallbladder, then you don't have the ability to have timed fat digestion because what the gallbladder does is it secretes bile. It releases the bile to digest fats. And if you don't have that at the right time and it's constantly dripping from your uh, liver into your gut, then you're not going to have proper digestion of fats, and then those fats don't become metabolized, and they become stored on your body rather than broken down in the cells. So that's where the bile salts come in handy. Again, the herbs come in handy. Lemon and water comes in handy. A lot of the herbal drinks that we talk about and supplements that I created for those that want to have the whole realm of lipotropic or fat-digesting nutrients. Wow. That's great. What are some of the bile food produce, producing foods that people could could eat or you know for some that just don't want to do any of the bitters or Well, you have bitter foods. See, that's the the beauty. Grapefruit is a bitter. For grapefruit, coffee is a bitter. Well, people like that one. <laughs> yeah, the foods that, the that they are, they're already eating are, can be used just in a different timely fashion, so that's very healthy. Lemon is very healthy. Ginger is very good for that. 
Uh, thyme is very good for that. There are a ton of foods, the bitter greens, the arugula, the watercress, chocolate. A lot of different foods have bile-producing and bile-thinning qualities. So what are the other thing, Anne-Louise, and I don't know how much time we have left, but, you know, there's such a misconception about when you have acid reflex or heartburn that you've got too much acid. So will you talk a little bit more about that? Because that's another concern that so many of our clients have. Well, it's a concern because without the proper hydrochloric acid, without the proper secretion of of acid in your stomach, you don't trigger the gallbladder to release bile. So that's a biggie. Most of the time, and and I'll say most of the time with a caveat here, it's, it's really a signal of low HCL, which happens when you're under stress or don't have the nutrients that are the precursors for HCL, deficiency of iodine, of salt, of zinc. But then there's also a mechanical or structural issue that has to be resolved, and that is a hiatal hernia. I find that many people that have acid reflux actually have a raised tummy, and that's when the stomach kind of rises in the system, and it affects your breathing, it affects your digestion and all of that. Uh, Those acids become splashed into the esophagus, and that creates that, that, that kind of burn. So you've got to get that dealt with in a structural or mechanical fashion from a physical therapist, a good chiropractor, or a massage therapist. So it's twofold. It's not just food. It's posture. It's, it's uh, being in accidents. It's being at your computer too much. There's all kinds of physiological mechanisms that take place. So it ain't just a lot, a too much acid. That's nonsense. Well, then what all they go usually go in and then they're put on some type of an antacid. Yeah, which affects the absorption of protein, of calcium, of iron. That's not the answer. It can make you much more susceptible to certain kinds of bacterial problems, certain kinds of pneumonia, for example. So you have to get to the real source, the underlying source, and that's what the book is all about. It's really looking in places that nobody has looked at to find the underlying root cause of many of our conditions that are at the forefront today. I agree. So, Marcia, you have any other questions for Anne Louise this morning? Well, I was just, you know, kind of thinking about back to the bile and the toxic bile that we were speaking about. You know, what if people are like, well, I eat really good or I feel like I'm eating the weight and wellness way and, my, and I feel like I still have this bile or sluggish gallbladder. Is, can they still be dealing with stuff like that or have toxic bile? Yes. And so that might be coming from, like Marcy said, you know, she, you know, like if somebody comes in and they've been eating really what we would consider healthy, real food, but they're still having these problems. What's going on underneath all that, do you think? Throw that one out at you. I know. (laughs) Um, They may be allergic. Okay. So they, okay. Eggs. To eggs. eggs. Yeah, you noted a couple of those. So eggs, onions, and pork, right? The big three. The big three gallbladder problematic foods. Interesting, isn't it? It is. Yep. Okay. So, Anne-Louise, do you have any kind of other parting thoughts or questions or things that you want to share this morning? I would invite all of your listeners to visit us at RadicalMetabolism.com to get three free gifts, to get a 30% coupon off for coffee, and to join our special Facebook group where I can be with them, meet and greet them, and help them nutritionally with issues that they're dealing with. 
that they may not have been able to resolve previously. Well, you are just, this, is, this book is just a wealth of information. Um, I think I have probably have already read it, read it twice, <laughs> kind of getting ready for this show. And I think as, I, as clients come in, I'll go back and reread it some more to get some other ideas. And I think the whole idea of helping people look at foods and looking at bitters to assist their digestion and assist their metabolism. I mean, you actually quoted something about uh, Hashimoto's thyroid issues in there, in your book. about Yes, there may be a connection with the bile, which is why Hashimoto's is the most common autoimmune illness in the country today. And I think if there's a bile-gallbladder connection, either sludgy bile, the removal of the gallbladder, or the inability of the bile to trigger the breakdown between T4 and T3. I mean, and that's just epidemic proportions and it's well the whole thyroid issue is epidemic proportions these days yeah and nobody's looking at all these on you know the 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 hip bone is connected to the thigh bone Mm -hmm. you have to connect the dots nothing operates in its own vacuum Mm -hmm. yep and you know to get people to actually do some of these things takes a lot of um, education. Education. You know, one well, of the... Takes, th- it takes support, which is why we provide virtual support. Mm-hmm. And people get that invitation, particularly for this kind of program, online at theradicalmetabolism.com. And I think it's important when ideas are so new and kind of revolutionary and radical mm-hmm. that there's a, group, there's a group out there that will support you every step of the way and be your, your, you know, people have been there and done that. We have our beta testers that are part of the group, and they are more than willing to share their experiences with our four-day intensive cleanse as part of the program, the 21-day program, and how they've been able to monitor their thyroid and their gallbladder and lose weight and feel great in the process. That's great. I mean, that's perfect because people, you know, we always say, if you know better, you do better. But people Hopefully. don't. But, but, but it's support. And the reason that right. people don't do well, Dar, and I know that you know this well, both Dar and Marcy, it's because of the lack of support. Support is the real mm-hmm. reason people go off of diets or lack thereof of support. So having the support of a virtual community, I think, is very important in this day and age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people yeah, really do like that. Mm-hmm. can go it's, back to it time and time again. Mm-hmm. So, again, we want to thank you for being on the show today. And, Anne Louise, would you consider being on again in the future, maybe in well, a month or so? of course. It'd be my pleasure. I love you guys. Well, oh. fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it's so good to get someone that is just as passionate about nutrition as we are. And I think our listeners also, because we have... Honestly, we have a lot of listeners. We do. Oh, no, I, I, I know you do. And you're <laughs> held in such great esteem because of the great work that you're doing. And so uh, we want to keep supplying better and more information all the time to our listeners. Our goal at Nutritional Weight and Wellness is to help each and every person experience better health through eating real food. It's a simple yet powerful message. Eating real food is life-changing. Thanks for listening and have a great day. And thank you, Anne Louise. We love you.